0: Oh, and I'm Ben. <laughs> and we are the Rewinders, re-watching childhood TV shows to see if they still hold up. And this time we watched the Twilight Zone, cue awesome intro song. Oi. Oi? Oi. What do you say oi? Um... Do you remember this as a kid, though?
1: No. I don't know if I ever really watched this as a kid. I mean, I watched, um, I think our family was more of a um Limits
0: Outer Limits is also good. Yeah. Yes. I, I've watched plenty of Outer Limits and I definitely have watched a lot of that. And I think it started in the 60s as well, too, that they did Outer Limits. But yeah. this was first, I guess.
1: Yeah. It was um, Outer Limits was in the 60s and then it came back in the 90s. And that's yeah, really they both, when we watched it.
0: They both came back. Yeah. I think. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I didn't realize it was the Outer Limits until after I started watching. I'm like, wait a minute. I didn't watch this one. I watched The Outer Limits. But yep. Eh, still good. I mean,
0: yeah, they're both uh, sci-fi, horror, drama, anthology, antholo- anthology shows.
1: Yeah, and it's um, the, the kind of genre is kind of coming back with some it certain is. Netflix shows that are on right now.
0: Black, the Black Mirror.
1: Yes, and, yep. it's, and that it's it's interesting to see how like these kind of well, we can get into it, but mm. I don't. It's they really don't hold up as well as they could, but then it's. Like, the Black Mirror is more modernized
0: version of it. Yeah, their stories are more aimed towards technology, future of humanity, integration, things like that. Where the Twilight Zone, at least this series, the original series, different stories all over the place. Yeah. And even some that weren't even sci-fi or had a supernatural twist to them.
1: And who knows, maybe in like another 20 to 30 years, Black Mirror won't be as relevant and won't be as...
0: Because some of those things might have come to actual uh, being. I know. It's kind of scary. Exactly. <laughs> it is kind of scary. So uh, what we did was we're going to watch – or we're going to review. We watched four, in my opinion, good episodes that maybe you didn't see. And then we're going to review one of the quote-unquote famous episodes that is in – has permeated – uh, has –
1: Pop culture. Pop like, culture yeah. everywhere.
0: American culture.
1: And I've seen – that episode I've seen – it's I know redone. from the pop culture references. I'd never seen it, but I've known what happened. Yeah, you, happened you in know, pop culture references.
0: everybody could probably knows about this. The that episode exactly. We'll talk about. Uh, oh, I forgot what childhood memories. I remember lots of these, and they were scary. The end, and the song was very scary. It's still is kind of a little creepy. I like it. It's pretty creepy, but it's creepy and good. Mm-hmm. All right, so we're going to talk about the Silence, season two, episode twenty-five. This is one of those episodes that isn't. Necessarily sci-fi no. or supernatural to it, but there's something awesome about it, and it still has that creepy vibe.
1: My first reaction was, "Is like, do all extremely rich people who go to clubs make bets? Because yes. <laughs> because it's like it reminded me of like a little bit of a uh, was it Around the World in 80 Days? 80 Days. Oh yeah, yeah, make
0: a bet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rich people that have nothing else to do, so let's just <laughs> gamble our our millions of dollars. To make somebody do something. Yes. So in this one, we start off, yes, in a gentleman's club, I guess, at the time, the 1950s. I don't think it was any other no, period of time. No, it was
1: probably, I think it seemed like yeah. it was current to current the time to the period. Time. So yeah. 1959,
0: 1958. Colonel Taylor, he's an aristocrat, and he hates talking of Tennyson. Oh, yeah. A younger man who is just constantly blabbing his mouth about everything and just, <laughs> yeah, he loathes him. And, and then he... <laughs> yeah. uh, Walks up to uh, he hands he makes his the the club butler hand him a note. Now that's a little. That's a uh, power dick move right there. <laughs> yes. And even Tennyson is standing there. Like, well, why don't you tell me? No, read the note in out loud in front of everyone because I'm a dick bag. A major one. Major no, he's a, he's a colonel. Oh, I'm he, sorry. He's a uh, dick got, bag. He's a colonel dick bag. <laughs> yes, <laughs> okay. exactly. Uh, and so Tennyson reads it out loud, and it says that. The colonel will offer him, give him five hundred thousand dollars to remain silent for one year, and he will be basically enclosed in the club's game room that they don't use anymore, and so that way they can watch him and make sure he doesn't speak.
1: It's it's the like he, '60s version of uh, reality TV. You, wow, you're absolutely right. It, that's what it, that's another thing that came to my mind too. Is like it's let's put him in a glass box and, we'll keep and an watch him, him yeah. uh,
0: watch him 24 hours a day, and we'll give him food. But he can't leave there, and a little bit of voyeurism going on there too. A little, just, uh... a little. There is a little bit. Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, I looked it up. Uh, the bet is for if it was nowadays, it'd okay. be four, $4 million dollars. You oh. would get.
1: I mean, still five hundred.
0: is still a lot of money in my book, but it's. I guess. But not... for a year, would you do that? Mm, remain silent. Probably
1: not. And people can
0: come and visit you. You can write down and talk to them with. I mean, not talk to them, but. Write notes. No, I don't think I could handle it. I don't know if I could do that either. Plus, also, there was no bathroom in there. So how are you supposed okay, to do that? Okay, no, there was, <laughs> everything was provided for him. Sure, there's was a bathroom. Uh, and if he could have had the internet, he could have probably had that. Yeah. It was I, just the idea to shut him up. Yeah, because he did have a TV in there, I think. If I, I think correctly. so, too. He had a TV. He had his smokes. He had his ascots. His asc- ooh, ascots. But, uh, so... The idea is that we're watching this and like we're along with the colonel like yeah, that guy's annoying yeah but then it kind of shifts though because then Tennyson agrees to it and they starts talking to the um, another club member and he reveals that Tennyson doesn't have much money because of his his wife has expensive tastes. And he loves her very much, so he has to take this bet to keep his his wife. Exactly. And so I like that because then the story kind of shifts like, oh, I feel a little bit sorry for Tennyson then. Yeah. He might be annoying.
1: But he's got a good heart and purpose. Yeah, he wants to be a good person. Yeah. Yes. It's just he doesn't go about it the right way, maybe.
0: (laughs) Well, they set up the whole thing, and he's in his glass case box down there. Yeah. And then I think weeks go by, and then very creepily – the the colonel peeks from around the corner watching him yeah that was kind of creepy <laughs> and then he comes up to him like oh you've been doing this for four months and, and the way it's shot is you only see a side of his face when he's talking to him inside of the case yeah uh, which is really creepy because you only see one half of him. and he says i'll you've done a really good job tennyson i'm gonna give you a thousand dollars a thousand dollars for a couple weeks Six, a couple weeks because you you've surprised me tennyson good job you can you can leave and he goes over and taps at the calendar. Don't. Nope. 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 I'm going to stick this out. I actually looked for a reason why it's shot. You only see the Colonel's side of his face. Okay. He actually, the actor, fell down in a rose bush that he was trying to get roses out of and scraped the side of his face completely. Oh. So that's why they shot it that way. But it works so well that he's just so creepy. Like, watch, like, voyeurs and yeah. what you said earlier.
1: And that's the thing I liked about. Older shows from like the fifties and sixties—they actually found ways to shoot things more creatively. Whereas really? nowadays, they just use CG.
0: Yep, and yeah, don't be lazy about it. Yeah, well, uh, CG. Who cares?
1: Everything was practical because you didn't have a whole mm-hmm. lot you could you do. Really couldn't. You yeah, to,
0: and the uh, and this is a TV show on a tight budget. Oh, yeah. so And it was, what, the second season, was it? Yes, yeah, second yeah, season. Yeah, so they nope.
1: probably still didn't have a whole lot of money, too, because I remember the intro was kind of, it seemed very, not the typical it intro that you It wasn't the had.
0: iconic intro yet. Yeah, yeah. That doesn't happen until even the fifth season. They get the iconic door, the oh. scary door, and an eyeball floating through space. Yeah. Because they have a bunch of different ones they try, and then it's not until the fifth season But it's so iconic, it. you just think of that yep. as the... Oh, okay. I mean, the song stays the same, In the intro yeah. he uh, Rod Sterling changes the, the intro differently, his words. But nine months have gone by. Colonel comes back, and then says, "How about five thousand dollars?
1: Five thousand dollars? Mm. But he's already
0: he only ha- he's been there for nine months, only five thousand? No way. At this point, he got three months to go. You could buy some good stuff for five thousand dollars, though. But then the Colonel becomes a jerk and starts saying, "Oh, your wife has been seen with." Young men around town. Maybe Mm. uh, you got to get out and make it. It might be uh, you might have some time left to save your young wife from being with a different man. But how does
1: how does he know that if he's not involved in something?
0: Yeah, he's just the colonel's being a jerk and torture, uh, mentally torturing him. It's going around the club that he's doing this to ever. People are starting to see that the colonel may be a maybe not such an honorable uh, blue blood man. Well, he's a douchebag. He is a douchebag. <laughs> All right, so then it's time. It's been an entire year. It's ten minutes left, or something like that. The colonel's getting really nervous. You can see, and he talks to the other another club member. It's time. Tennyson comes out. Yeah, what yeah. happens?
1: Well, yeah, uh, he comes out and uh, I come what? to find out a few things.
0: You <laughs> 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 can't talk. Yep, yeah, Tennyson comes out, goes over to the colonel, and uh, doesn't say anything. But just extends his hand out, like give me money, give him my money, give him my check. Give my money. And then Colonel says, You have me at a disadvantage for I am a charlatan. I lost my money years ago. Oh I have no money to give you. I didn't even have the thousand or five thousand dollars to give you that I offered.
1: Why did he make the bet? I mean, see that was the thing that always irritated me too, is like why didn't you just leave the club then? And second of all, how is he paying for his club dues if he doesn't have it's, any money? It's probably
0: just family money that's there, like they already paid it, and mm. he just he he hangs out there all the time, and then he probably lives in a crappy uh, shack, like or he, he only has enough money, or like you know, crappy apartment, or he but lives he, in the club too. Maybe. He could do that. He has to keep his appearance of being mm. good upbringing with uh, he says like strong breeding or something. He said. Mm. And he says, uh, you're the better man, Tennyson. I, I say this in front of everyone. You have won the bet. And then everyone's like, Tennyson, yell at him. Say something at him. Why, why can't you say anything? He
1: can't talk.
0: He writes it down, and he takes off his, his neckerchief that he's been wearing this entire time. Oh, with high colors and scarves and awesome.
1: So it wasn't, just, it wasn't just for fashion. It was also practical. Yeah,
0: it's practical because he's got a long scar on his neck. And it, he had wrote, written down... A year ago, he had his vocal cords cut because he knew he couldn't win the bet otherwise. Uh,
1: oh, that's awesome! Sadly, though, I kind of figured something was gonna. I didn't know exactly how it was gonna end up. I figured uh-huh. he something had happened where he, had he was done like, something to himself, yeah, you or thought? he not necessarily done something to himself. More so, the fact that something happened where he couldn't talk. Not necessarily, he did it, it but
0: it, I was so impressed with it uh
1: yeah it was it was an interesting ending and yeah, and then that's it
0: that's the end of that story
1: I, it was faster than I expected some of the a lot of these I ex- expected well they yeah twenty two
0: minutes and it, it they zoomed by really quick
1: yeah mm-hmm. I, I wasn't i was expecting them to be i expected it being longer than it actually was i mean it mm-hmm. felt longer than it actually was
0: definitely, and that was one that had no supernatural thing it wasn't he no. wasn't an alien uh they weren't in hell it just just a little twist to it. it.
1: kind of reminds me of those books I used to read as a kid, too, where it was like the story. Choose Your Own Adventure? <laughs> yeah, that, too. Oh, no. I was joking. <laughs> no, there's like a, like a horse books where it's like you'd be a twist at the end and you're not knowing what to expect. And it's kind of re- reminiscent
0: of that a little bit. Mm-hmm. Last thing I want to talk about that episode is uh, the other gentleman that was in the club that they spoke to was the prissy Dr. William Smith from Lost in Space. He was that actor. Oh. If you – no, about that I guy. never watched that show so. I didn't watch I just know of the character all right but moving right. on to the next episode episode the uh most unusual camera season two episode 10 uh picked a little bit more of a wacky one this time more of the comedic ones there weren't too many of them I guess in, no. in the series but there this one is one of those
1: yeah and it it also another pop culture ish type thing too. I've seen similar. Oh, thi- the not story exactly. Yes. S- yes, so the same story, but similar.
0: It's a similar concepts. story to uh, a monkey's paw. Yeah, or yeah, you, you find a cursed item and then things happen. It's it's a it's a cool story. Yeah, idea. it is. It's yeah. interesting. It's
1: yeah. and another one where I kind of had a feeling something was going to happen.
0: Oh, of course, something's going to happen.
1: But no, like kind of predicted, like something bad's going to happen, kind of thing. But. You didn't know you're, what I think was going to happen. I
0: think you're kind of expecting that because these people aren't necessarily the best kind of people.
1: No, they're you know?
0: not. So you have two thieves, a, a husband and wife team, Chester and Paula, and they just uh, robbed a curio shop, which is basically an antique store. Yeah. And um, stereotypical
1: or, 1940s, 50s. Uh, yeah. Th- thugs.
0: Thugs. Yeah. Like, yeah. They talk like that and. Oh, the woman, uh, Paula, her voice. (laughs) Ah, She talks, she has has like a frog voice. It was terrible. That can't be her real voice. That is her real voice. Really? Yeah, I was really curious. Has this actress done anything else? Just bit parts, always playing second fill, because she knew her voice was silly. She could never get big parts.
1: Maybe she was a silent film actress, and then when she carried over, (laughs) she couldn't.
0: Oh, she was. Her voice is uh, pretty bad, and so was her acting i thought this, yeah it was it was pretty a bad a little
1: over melodramatic over the top. over the
0: top yep
1: but i mean that's what they wanted though
0: that's too. what they wanted yeah so they had a uh, robbed an antique store what do you think if they would have done it they robbed like the gremlins antique store the antique store from gremlins <laughs> if they actually got mm, gizmo that 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 wouldn't have been good they would have really screwed up things yeah <laughs> they would have
1: had they would have given a baths all the time you,
0: yeah within the first 30 seconds yeah, oh, they, yeah. of getting gizmo from <laughs> for the antique store gremlins everywhere mm-hmm. Chester is complaining with a bunch of useful, useless stuff because Paula is the one who planned the robbery. Except they got this weird camera that's got French writing on the front of it, and you can't open it up. It's only got one button on the side. How do you put the film in? What well, happens? It's uh, weird.
1: Of course you're gonna push the button because why wouldn't you? I mean, well,
0: let's take a picture of Paula over by the window. Not Bling. suspicious at all. And I like the they set it. Nothing happens. Sets it down. They hear like a grind, like a gears. Mm, yeah. And. A little uh, picture pops out. Where'd the picture come from? The Twilight Zone. <gasps> <Woo! laughs> because Paula is now wearing a fur coat. And she's so dense she doesn't realize it until he obviously points it out. Uh, whatever. He, and he says, it's a gag camera. Like, they already developed the film. All it does is take a picture of your face and put that over the silly picture that's already developed in the camera. Is his logical explanation of how, what's going on with this camera. If
1: you had any knowledge of how film cameras he work, doesn't, that it's not possible. But they set it up
0: that they're dumb, <laughs> low-life true. robbers. So that's why it works for, for these characters. It works.
1: See, I'm a photographer, and so it's kind of I'm like... I'm like, <laughs> that's not even possible. It it's not like, possible. <laughs> at all. Even, if, even back in the day when you used film... You yeah. get a double exposure, but it's still not possible to get it lined up exactly unless
0: you were very precise. Yep. Well, it doesn't matter. No uh, they open up some more things and they find that fur coat in there and she but poses. They didn't realize though. They didn't. They didn't realize that. It it's at like, all.
1: come on. You just like 20 seconds ago.
0: Yeah. And then they finally, okay, this camera is weird. She takes, she's like, it's just a silly camera, takes a picture of the doorway. Yeah, uh, her her lowlife brother who was in prison breaks out and jimmys the lock and opens it up and there he is because from the picture before not creepy at all whatsoever he just breaks into their room yeah he just breaks into the room because he didn't want to uh, wake him up and it's another broad dumb mug guy character seems like a family trait <laughs> yeah definitely <laughs> but that's when they figure out okay wait a minute he wasn't there when we took the picture and now he is he was there in the picture. And now he's there five minutes later. All right. We got to do something with this camera.
1: It must predict the future. It must
0: predict the future.
1: Somehow he had it timed out to exactly. Five minutes was yeah.
0: the time. Which, I don't know. It didn't seem like five minutes, but.
1: But it's like, how did you figure that out that it was exactly five minutes when you only
0: taken two pictures? The, uh, he's, uh, they're really stupid, but Chester knows. <laughs> he's <laughs> yeah. a math whiz that he doesn't know it. Sort of like a beautiful mind.
1: Okay. Yeah. Math savant.
0: Yeah. Or, uh, yeah. Okay. Anyway. Yes. But what I really like, though, is he's just trying to figure out, what should we do with this? And then he says, you know, I'm sick of being a criminal, low life. Maybe this camera could help mankind. He doesn't exactly know how or what, but at least he's thinking about it.
1: He's got a little, he's heading towards a
0: little... Maybe a doctor could take a picture of this or something, or... I don't know, but it could help mankind. But the dumb brother is watching the races, the horse races on TV, and that is... The goodness is thrown out the window is, I know what we're going to do. Money! Gamble! We're going to go down. You're going to take a picture of the oh, final yeah. bit of the race. And then we'll know who won the horse races. And we're going to win lots and lots of money.
1: Because that's never going to have a problem whatsoever.
0: And while they were doing that and they were winning all this money, I was waiting for them, something bad to happen. Like, they break the camera.
1: Yeah, or get caught or something. They get caught. Yeah. And then get thrown in jail. Because,
0: I mean, they're making... Lots thousands of, of dollars. Yeah. And it's like no one questions Hundreds how they're of thousands, making yeah. this money. They, they win one race. They make 5000 Yeah, they bet, they bet that and then probably make, yeah, 30 times that. Yeah. And who knows how much money they're making. A lot, though. Exactly. A lot.
1: Where it should, any real like, place would Wait be a red minute. flag. Do, like... you,
0: yeah, do you know the jockeys? Are you, what are you doing? You're doing, doing something. Yes. yes. But none of that happens. They go back to the hotel. They're ordering tons of things and room service. And a f- stereotypical French waiter comes up. Oh, of course, French. Oh, we oui, oui. And his name is Pierre, I think, even. Or oh, Francois. Well, it doesn't matter. Eh, yeah. French yeah. waiter. He picks up the camera as he's cleaning up the dishes. And he's able to speak French because he's a French waiter. Yeah. And it says, he says something like, um, ten pictures to, to an owner. Oh, no.
1: They've only they've taken, what, was it eight? And then they figure out, yeah,
0: he leaves. And then we've only taken eight. All right, we got a... So dumb guy says we gotta sell it. Yep. Dumb wife Paula says we gotta save these two last ones. Yeah. And I think then Chester like let's let's go and gamble right away. Yeah. We'll then... Put all our money and then do two big last big hits. But
1: then they didn't get in the, they got in a squabble. Yeah. And then actually taking a picture.
0: Yeah, actually take yeah they waste one of the pictures, and Paula's making have her hands up. She's screaming or something jazz in the hands. picture. Ja- she's got jazz hands. They <laughs> had a dance number, and they dance their way over. Yep. To the window, Yeah. and they comically both the brother and Chester fall out, yep, to their death. And
1: then she's like, "Hey, I get the money all to
0: myself." <gasps> no, at first she's, "Oh, what am I going <laughs> to do with my life? Oh, I have all these money, all this money." Yeah. And then she, yeah, she she's going to take all the money, and she uh, creepily goes over, takes a picture of them, the two dead bodies, which is kind of, and says, "All right, here's a, a memento." Yeah. I'm going to take the last picture of you two dead bodies. Yep. Sets the camera down. She's going to leave.
1: The waiter comes back.
0: And that was kind of interesting, that the waiter knows that they're criminals. Yeah. He, she says, I'll call the cops. Go ahead. I know who you are. You're criminals. So I'm going to rob the robbers and take all your money. You can't do anything.
1: Because if you say anything, then they'll mm-hmm. know that you're the yeah. robbers. And then...
0: Yep. Yeah. So she, the 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 French guy got got her in a trap, basically. Yep.
1: In a trap.
0: Yeah. They look at the picture, and she's... She, what happens exactly? Because this is kind of weird.
1: Well, the thing is, is like... He looks at the picture and is like, "Oh, there's three bodies down there." And then yes. somehow she, she goes, goes and over looks. and trips. It trips. There's like a cord or something. Yeah. So she, she trips with the cord and falls the window. Which is
0: odd, but okay. She's out the window, and then the waiter goes over, looks out the window, like, "Yes, just like in the picture. One, two, three. Wait, four.
1: And then he just somehow falls. That's the weird the, thing.
0: This the dumbest part about this episode is the camera. He he says, "Wait, there's four people down there." The camera and then the camera that we're watching yeah. fall onto the floor, and we don't see what pushes Pierre out or how he falls out the window.
1: But it's just odd that... Yeah, he just gets yoinked out the window. Yeah. So is it like he... Some sort of force just kind of... The evil
0: force. It. His greedy force pulled, pushed him out the window, and so they all died. Yeah, that's And now the camera weird. is there for another person to pick and get their ten pictures.
1: Well, see, the thing that kind of weird, too, because, yeah, because the thing on the camera didn't it, say something about, like... 10 pictures per owner or something like that the guy owned it so why couldn't the woman then have 10 pictures yeah
0: what are the complete rules exactly
1: like the monkey paws every person who owned it got Mm -hmm. it but this is one person owned this but yet there's three people yeah so they should have had
0: at least 30 pictures total exactly because then the brother comes in so he's now another owner exactly like it shouldn't have worked when chester pushed 10 like oh mine are up hey paula you push it now okay exactly
1: exactly that's not the point the
0: point is I the know. twilight <laughs> zone no where logic isn't necessarily ac- accurate or uh, in- included technical i'm yes. sorry well, what do you think of the episode
1: um it was good i liked it again still i liked it more for nostalgia reasons because i don't it, mm-hmm. it wasn't, like, shocking nowadays. It wasn't cause... shocking or,
0: or completely amazing. Exactly. I, it I found it a
1: little predictable, but I yep. liked it more for the nostalgia reason, reasons. I liked it. It was fun. It, it, it was good.
0: Mm-hmm. We are going on to the next episode. A little more, more spooky. Season 2, episode 26, Shadow Play. Yeah,
1: this one was...
0: First impressions, I guess. What, what, what do you think?
1: hmm it reminded me of my philosophy classes.
0: Okay, okay. Uh, questioning reality, maybe. Yes, because there is right.
1: there is quite a few theories. I've had quite a few philosophy classes. Oh. And there is a lot of theories of explaining, kind of based on based on. Not based on this, but based on a
0: lot of theories that
1: this was based on.
0: What is real? What's not real? Exactly. If, you, if you're if you able to question it, then this, of course, this is real. Are we living in um, a simula- simulation? Yeah. All these different things. A dream world. Is sure. Th-
1: the, the thing I'm thinking of is a dream world. That a there's, actually dreams. A, oh. there's actually a theory that reality is actually a dream drummed up
0: by someone. Mother of town. So that was one of the theories in philosophy class. Okay. So. All right. All right. Uh, what I really like how this episode starts off. It's a close-up of a man, and it's black all around him. Then you see another man yeah. next to him. And then it, the camera continues, zooms out, and then you see the, a courtroom. And it's huge with really tall walls. Enormous.
1: I really like the technical effects of how they did and the practically. Light, yeah. And
0: really simple, just lights turning on. It's like a theatrical show. And yep. it,
1: it, nowadays yep. it would be done differently, but that mm-hmm. was what you were able to do back in the 50s and 60s, and
0: I thought mm, it worked really well, and it was very effective. Effective and spooky. Exactly. And uh, Guy's really not paying attention. He basically gets sent to the electric chair, and he doesn't really want... He doesn't stand because he's not paying too much attention. He's mouthing something. He's mouthing what the judge is saying. Yeah. At first you're... I didn't
1: comprehend what it was and it took a little the, bit, but
0: this episode takes two viewings to completely get it. Yeah. In my opinion. Oh yeah. 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 He snaps out of it, and he says, not again, and he runs towards the judge screaming, y- you're not going to kill me again. You're not going to kill me again. Yeah.
1: It was the first the first few probably like 10 minutes, I was trying to figure out what was going on. Yes. I knew something was up, but <laughs> I couldn't figure out what exactly was
0: going on. Yeah, this one takes two viewings because you have to pay attention to the characters too, which is really important. Yes. So we have uh, the guy who has just been sentenced to the electric chair, Adam Grant. He screams at the DA, and then he also screams at the court b- 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 reporter.
1: Yes, the reporter. Yep.
0: Yeah. And the reporter is shaken, visibly shaken by this man screaming, I don't want to die again. Which is weird, though, that he's shaken this much.
1: Yeah. It's, just, Cause, it's odd that a reporter would be like, this. Yeah. normally a reporter would be like, this guy's crazy. Yeah, like, okay, crazy. Yeah, okay, he's crazy.
0: I'm not whatever. shaken
1: up by this. This mm-hmm. is nothing.
0: Uh, we're in jail, and then we get a stereotypical, which is awesome, harmonica player.
1: Oh, of course.
0: And then we come across the man who broke in prison, and needs his mommy. And yep. Then We have the Stuart, the the old prisoner who's been there forever, and knows the ropes, and knows he's 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 uh yeah, the honorable prisoner, I guess.
1: And this is it's close about this time too. We're also getting some clues of what's really going on too, because he made well, a comment about a few things
0: a, about like his watch, I think it was. Yeah. Well. Yeah, he says that – he mumbles to himself, yeah, that doesn't make sense. They should have taken my watch off when they electrocuted me last time because it's metal. That's dumb. And then he yells at the harmonica player, and the guy says, I'm sorry. He's like, it's not your fault. I saw you in one of these crummy uh, jail movies. Yeah. That's where all of you are from anyway. Yeah. So you're getting hints of – Little hints there, yeah. What maybe is going on. And then one of the – yeah, says, hey, calm down. Don't worry about it. It's fine. And then – awesome creepy sequence of calm down i know what's going to happen to me and he describes his walk to death his walk from his prison cell down the hallway to the room that has the electric chair yep. describing all of it and the way it's shot just the side of his face then it fades in of the camera going into the death room yeah and i thought it was fucking awesome
1: yeah it was
0: good 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 stuff and-
1: i was expecting well it goes into the ending i was expecting At this point, I was expecting something different going on. I wasn't expecting actually how
0: it ended. I didn't know exactly what was going on. Yeah. The first time, of course. And uh, the other prisoner says, wow, you really know that. It's like you've done it before. Yeah, I have. Uh, We go to the DA's office, uh, home actually. Yep. Yeah, it smash cuts. Oh, that's right. She's making some – was that where she's making some – Steaks? She, she's making – she's uh, broiling, broiling steaks, steaks and it's just sizzling because that was a cool cut because Adam describes uh, – you can almost hear the click of yep. the switch right before it hits. And then, and then it cuts it. Yeah. and then, yeah, the door opening and sizzling of the steaks.
1: And, of course, mm. the classic 50s and 60s. 50s ste- yeah. The wife making – boiling some steaks in the oven. I thought
0: of I thought of the uh, the Brady Bunch, yep. like it was like that. Uh, I was thinking of Mad Men, but
1: yeah, it's still sure. like the mm-hmm. same same thing though. It's like in mm. the uh, making some stuff all in the oven, that, all that
0: fatty grease. Oh, it looks so good. <laughs> I wanted some of those steaks. The DA is just hanging out at home, and he's a little bit concerned. Then a drunk report, the court reporter comes yep. by. They get to talking, and basically says, "You you need to go talk to this guy. He's been saying stuff that." Doesn't make sense. Like how we have such a perfect life here. Yeah, everything's cool. We don't really know much about him. This is really strange. And he says you should go down and talk to him. And then he goes down talks to him. Mm-hmm. And yeah, things are more things are revealed. He, you showed up on time. Exactly. You're a different person this time. He, but he, last time you were something, someone else. It's
1: always the DA that comes, or yeah, the DA
0: always comes, but, but it's it,
1: somebody different. It's every someone time.
0: different from. Uh, Adam's past or subconscious is yeah. the idea. Like, the judge will always be different. The guard will always be different.
1: Because isn't that where he also made the comment, like, oh, that was the priest that I met in as a child. He was basically associating
0: with, k- people with people he's met in the past. Exactly. Yep. Yep. And oh, uh, he says something else, like, isn't it? Oh, he's talking to DA. Isn't this weird? I got arrested. I got my trial sentenced and execution in one day. You should know that that's not correct. Oh, no, that's, that's totally That's not all the right. time. That, that should be happening. all the time. But he's saying is, he says to yeah. but I don't, I've never been in prison. So this is what my mind made up as best as I could possibly think. Yeah. Don't, I don't know anything about it, so this is what I got.
1: And this is, this is the point where the, sh- the show where my theory of what was going on changed. What was your theory? My theory beforehand was that it was just a guy who'd never die. Uh oh. So originally, because he was talking about being executed again and stuff like that. Sure. And so I'm like, oh, so maybe he just can't die. He's one of the, he okay. can't die. But then at this point, it changes to like, oh. Because he's he's this. talking
0: about everyone changes in yeah. his mind.
1: And this is when I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. this is what's going
0: on. Yeah. Guy goes home. And and then Adam says to the DA, go home. And when you get home, the food that your wife left in the oven is going to be different. He does it. It's not a steak. It's a chicken now. Uh, it was a, a roast. A roast, whatever. It was something. It was something, different. it was something different. Don't change the details. Oh, I wanted that steak. <laughs> and now he's convinced. Like, okay, we talks to the reporter. Well, something's going on. He's obviously insane. So maybe we can get an insanity plea for him instead. Yep. Well, let's try to save his life because something weird is going on.
1: And then he also made. Then is this the time too? They made the comment where, like, "Why is this always happened at
0: midnight? Yeah. Why is this happening at night? I guess it just does. Yeah. Why is it always
1: happening at midnight?
0: Because he doesn't know any better and movies have Yeah. Midnight is a time to die. Yep. I guess. Yeah. Oh. Uh, they call the, the, the governor, governor and the governor's taking his time. And yeah, then the, the priest comes in and you mentioned yep. before. Oh, I I don't remember your face, he says to the priest. Oh, that's right. You were you died when I was ten years old. And okay. then and then actually you were placed yeah, the guy who's playing the DA actually replaced you in real life.
1: Okay. I got well, jumped ahead of there a little bit. Oh, it's all right. No, <laughs> it's
0: cool. It's cool. Yep. go on. And then they they quietly put the musty oh. sack over his head that he had described earlier. The description was just
1: That's brilliant. so
0: the Chilling. The description and the way the actor delivered the lines was really good.
1: And it made me think, too, like how many people had put that on beforehand that it's so musty yeah. and like do yeah. they clean it it's they like, put,
0: it's, yeah. he talks about putting the electrodes on your head it's cool at, it's cold at first and it, then the phone rings but it's too late the switch had already happened and it's just a quick jolt of you don't there's no electricity sound it's just you see him just uh, straighten up stiffen and then that's it
1: and see so, yeah, at that point I didn't know if he actually got if it, the phone call made it through in time or not until it, 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 and was, it, it was until the a, very the next scene where I was like oh a second it late. didn't go
0: through it didn't go through but it doesn't matter Because then the DA and the reporter in their home, the lights go down and then comes back up. And it's the exact same sequence again except now the judge is now the – was the prisoner, one of the prisoners, the older prisoner. And the reporter is now the head foreman or whatever. Yeah, all the uh, roles er Everyone's switched around now. And the exact same scene is happening again.
1: And I think that's where the lights—the lights come down and back up again—actually helps reset the scene. Yep. Because I don't think it would work any other way, though. If you think about it, because it, its great. The way the lights
0: come down and come yeah. back up, you know, it's a scene starting over again. So it's—it's it's such a well done thing. Yeah. And so Adam had described: I am stuck in a dream. When I die, all of you'll go away. I will wake up, but you'll all be dead. And then when I fall asleep again. I'm back in it and so are you. Yep.
1: It's never ending cycle. It's a never
0: ending, recurring, terrible thing. And one thing I remember is I forgot to mention was the DA says, All right, say this is a dream. Why don't you enjoy yourself? What are you talking about? I'm gonna die. The terror of knowing that you're going to die, you can't just escape that and, and yeah, he was he's trying, stuck.
1: And he was trying to push the DA to the whole point of him trying to get um call a governor was yeah. so that it may he figuring if he can cha- change the being, timeline. Yep, if you stop being executed, yep. maybe you'll change the timeline and have a different dream. Then
0: yes, yeah, because he's tried to change it. He just can't. He's stuck here. No matter whatever he does. Like okay, I'm gonna try this.
1: Yep, and yeah. that's and that's where that's what it, the kind of philosophy thing is. Where we're all living in a dream world, mm-hmm. jumped by someone else, and that's why I think maybe they potentially may have gotten the idea for it sure. too. Because that's an older. Um, I can't remember exactly. It was like
0: um, Roman or Greek.
1: Uh, philosopher,
0: I, I think as many cultures, I think even the Aborigine have that that okay. they, I think they said, uh, correct, correct me if I'm completely wrong, but I believe the Aborigines their creation theory is that they are all born of dreams. Okay, like the sky and 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 the stars, and they came from that are all dream things, and they are actually children of dreams.
1: Yeah, and how does anyone really know? Because we're, we're consciousness. Dum
0: dum dum. So, I really like this episode, and That's I'm surprised good. this isn't a higher on the must watch list I guess of this series.
1: Yeah, and it's it's not one that you really see created in pop culture, mm-hmm. not referenced in pop culture. Yeah. So I, it's it was interesting. I I enjoyed it.
0: All right. Moving on to The Hunt, season 3, episode 19, and another more lighthearted but also I cried in this one, and you probably know why. Oh I yeah. I teared up in this one. It's I it's know such why. a heartfelt story.
1: I didn't like this
0: one. You didn't like this one at all?
1: No, I didn't like it. I don't know why, I just
0: didn't like it. We have old man Simpson and his dog, faithful dog, Rip, who had saved his life previously. And they love going hunting, coon hunting together at night. The old man has his old lady, Rachel.
1: I like how they refer to themselves as old man and old woman. Old
0: man, old lady, (laughs) let's get some supper. When's the last time I kissed you? Oh, it was back in (laughs) 1902. Yeah, that was... Last cute. time I gave you a smooch. That was cute. It was there. very cute. And like, oh, you let that flea bag in the house? Like, he saved my life. He's Rip. He's a good boy. It is the puppy. Yeah, it's this hound dog. It's adorable puppy. And then while well, I'm going hunting after we get done with our supper here, woman, Rachel says, I saw bad omens. You shouldn't go out tonight. Well, I'm going to do it.
1: But you've got to go coon
0: hunting. Got to go coon hunting with Rip. And then they go out coon hunting. And Rip gets a scent of the, the raccoon. Very quickly goes over to the water. Yeah. Rip jumps in and is struggling, and the old man, Simpson, jumps in to save Rip, and then it fades out, and the raccoon killed them both. They both drowned, is the idea, which is really, that was really weird, I It
1: was, that's, I think, one of the reasons why I was kind of like, eh. It was
0: a little far-fetched, like, that's how you die? All right.
1: Yeah, it just, It. I don't know.
0: Because it, Because it. He didn't even say, like, it wasn't even a fast-moving stream. No, it just, or... like, went into the water and you drowned. Yeah. It it was weird. It was yeah, that was a weird way for them to die, but I mean, it's really hard to you have to get a stunt guy, special effects. True. So they just wanted to move the story along. Whatever, they both drowned.
1: And it's not partly part of the story. So or the is. or
0: the raccoon killed them both. Uh, a those devil.
1: are sneaky bastards.
0: Uh he <laughs> uh, wake they both wake up, they're on the side of the, the stream. Oh,
1: But they didn't old, drown, they're still alive Yeah, old,
0: old lady's gonna be mad at us There, Rip, let's go home Coming back, they come across two people digging a grave It's on his land, and he goes over And tries, tries talking to them yeah. And they don't respond at all They're just ignoring him, that's all it is this was, Oh yeah, just ignoring him at all And they're like, hey, boys, I know that you're my uh, neighbors But quit digging a hole on my side of the fence Do it on your own side And then Rum says, yeah, that should be uh, deep enough for the dog It was a special dog
1: Oh, and he's like he then he lightened up a little bit more I like like that and he says oh, oh
0: now i understand why you're so heartbroken about okay. talking that's okay kind of yeah, yeah losing a dog that i understand why you don't want to talk to me all right all none of your um sorry for interrupting yep goes home tries talking to Rachel who's in you know black black on the rocking dress. chair i think yep not talking preacher comes by and okay starting to get no one's responding. Start. He's starting to try to figure it out, but he's in denial. Yeah. Then they bring the casket out. Who's in the casket? Who's in the casket? We're going to go bury him right away. He follows along. All right, well, I'm going to continue following what's going on. Yep. And can't go to the grave up the steps because there's a, b- a fence there now. Well, you can't go to your own funeral. We, he, can't, he can't. No. Yeah, because now there's a fence here that he even says, this weren't here before. Well, they built it. What? Who built it? Uh, those brothers. Those brothers, (laughs) they put it up real quick. And he doesn't try going over the fence at all, which is, well, I mean, I don't know. It was kind of strange. He doesn't
1: seem the type that would
0: break the law. I think, yeah, he was an honorable, simple man. Yes, and so he wouldn't cross a fence that's not his. Rip and I will walk along this fence until we go around it to get to... stones. (laughs) 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 And uh, then they come across a gate, calls to a man who comes out with a clipboard... Yeah. And he says, so when did you die? Think about it, old man. And then he like, says, we went to the water, and then also we woke up. Ah, we did, r- Rip, we did die. Okay, I'm coming to realization. Yep. Yep. Says, all right, well, come on in. Just go across here. You can see the lesion fields. We're having a party. It'll be great. But. But Rip can't come. And that's when I yelled out loud, fuck you. Yeah. What nonsense yeah and, well I had not seen this episode at all before so I was getting angry at it like wait you you're not letting a puppy into heaven
1: but all dogs go to heaven all
0: dogs go to heaven exactly so this guy is Saint Peter that I'm using quotes, air quotes for and he says all right he, there's a dog heaven he can go there then old man says no I'm gonna I'll go with him then you can't go into dog heaven that's silly yeah just just come in for a little bit. It's great.
1: Take a look around. Ta- see what's going on. See if you on. like it. I'll
0: hold on to Rip. You can go in. And if you like it, then we'll figure something out. He's like, nope, I'm not going no, no do- with the dog without Rip. The man stays true to he his friend. He is loyal. And then he says, I'll, I'll go on in and then I'll, I'll hand it Rip to you through the fence. I'll be breaking lots of rules, but we got to get you in here. He says, nope. I'm going to spend eternity out here.
1: Keep walking down that little path.
0: Yeah, and so this is still, I mean, it's all countryside. It's kind of pretty, and there's yeah the fence, so it's nothing weird. It's not no. like celestial golden gate or anything. It's, everything's simple. It's just like he's walking
1: down from his house. Yeah, he's
0: walking down his house. And he yeah, even said, I've never been this far before. Yeah. Continue, like, all right, well, I'll forget you, Guy, if I can't take rip. I'm going to walk the eternity road then. Fine. But there's nothing else down there, is what he said, too. Yeah, whatever he There's says. nothing down there. Where yeah, are you going down do you that walking? way? Well, he finds a log to sit down. He says, well, Rip, I guess this is it. We're going to be here together. Well, I guess not so bad, right?
1: Well, they're together, so.
0: Yeah, and that's what I really liked. And then uh, another hillbilly comes by. Oh, hey there. What you doing? I know you. You're old man Simpson. And uh, here's Rip, good boy. Oh. And, oh. Uh, who are you? Oh, I'm an angel. Uh, we were expecting you, but uh, you're you're supposed to be in heaven a while ago. What? Like, wait, I just talked to St. Peter. Oh, Mr. Knight won't St. Peter. That was hell. Uh, that Actual was... hell that you almost got into. But the entire time, and I didn't say it earlier, that Rip was pulling, trying to get away from the fake St. Peter and gate. Uh, he, I didn't see he kept that. on yipping and pulling Okay. and did not want to go into his whimpering constantly.
1: I didn't notice that.
0: Yep, then the angel says. Yeah, they're always trying to get people in sneakily, no matter what. Even at the last minute. Even at the last minute, and if they could have fooled you, but they could never fool a dog. Yep. So that's good that you have him at your side. Come on with me, and they go walking, and then they find the actual opening, and it's just a simple garden,
1: just walking through a fence like, yeah, with woods. beautiful
0: uh, things, and says, "Oh, yep, coon Hutton's great. Go have fun."
1: Yep. And didn't he? Did I miss that too, or is it like something that his wife was? Coming soon. Then and then
0: the angel says, and then uh, old man Sims says, got an old woman named Rachel, and he and then the angel says, oh she'll be a long time sometime soon. Yes, I'll send her to you. Okay, which is really creepy, but also kind of sweet. Yeah, <laughs> she'll be along soon. Well, all right. See ya. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and yeah, Rip and they all go into his version of heaven, yes. and that's really it.
1: Now, my thinking was, okay. it'd be really twisted as fuck if it turns out the first one was heaven. It was a
0: double cross? And it
1: was a double cross. The second one was actually uh, hell. And he gets in there and he's like, what?
0: Because <laughs> how are you supposed to know? What are all these sadomasochists doing on here? Wait a minute. <laughs> I Aww. like this. Yeah, that would have been a really big twist. But the idea of the story was to be sweet and yeah. simple. And, yes. Uh, it's... What didn't you like about it? Um, I was
1: expecting more to the
0: story. It
1: just seemed yeah. like he died, and then yep. the whole point was him going to heaven
0: or hell. Yeah, it was lacking in stuff, in I f- substance. I
1: felt it could have had more story to it. Yeah,
0: It was just overly sweet, nice, and you really like well all the characters, but mostly old man Simpson, how loyal he is to yeah. his, his dog. Yeah, Rip. which mm-hmm.
1: which is great, but I, yes. for some reason I wanted more. I agree. I yeah. wanted more to happen. Mm-hmm.
0: But me being a dog lover, I loved it. Like, yeah, I would have told uh, that fake Saint Peter to go fuck himself. I'll spend eternity here with him. That's fine. In purgatory. In purgatory, I'd rather do that. And uh, yeah, and I like that it was that was his version of heaven and hell or whatever. Yeah. Because when you could see and and beyond the gate, there was a little bit of smoke coming out. Yeah, around I did the corner, see that, yeah. just a little bit of brimstone was the idea okay. coming out. had mentioned earlier. That Rip had smelled it. The angel tells him Rip had smelled the brimstone.
1: That would make sense because his version of heaven would be able to go
0: coon hunting, and yeah, you wouldn't so really that's have what dog he sees. You. Yeah, yeah. So someone else would see something else, their exactly. version of heaven or whatever. And, exactly. And what I liked was, well, the idea is, oh, you could just wander into to hell by accident. What was cool though was the guard or the fake Saint Peter. Yeah. was actually not paying attention at all. He wasn't expecting him, expecting old man, and came out and was like, "Oh, so when did you die? I don't even know."
1: Oh, uh, so he wasn't supposed he, to be there anyway. Yeah, so he's so like, so he's "Well,
0: like, I might as well trick, try to trick him. Why not? Tempt I'm evil. You to come here. I mean, why? I'm, yeah. Why not give this a shot?" Exactly. Which I kind of liked.
1: They could have done was more to really tempt him and be like, "Hey, there's some really good coons right over there." Yeah, really instead
0: good. he turned him off right away by saying, "Nope, can't coon." Coon hunting here.
1: Yeah, they really didn't. He didn't yeah. really tempt him that well. So he's yeah. Doing he, did. A he did a bad poor job. job. Yeah, he's gonna tempting. get yeah.
0: That demon did a bad job. He's gonna get uh, poked. demoted. Yeah, poked. he's gonna get poked. Poked. Oh. Boop, boop. Well, I enjoyed it thoroughly. If you're a dog lover, it'll definitely make you cheer up.
1: And that was that was one good part about it. Yeah. Um. I like I said, and I has got like, more yeah.
0: story to it. And I like the old man. I like the actor a lot. I just like how there's like
1: old woman.
0: Yes, that too. <laughs> that was
1: my favorite part.
0: I like. Uh, I I looked up how old was he? Because he said he was seventy. Uh-huh. The actor was like fifty, fifty three. Hey. He he always plays old man <laughs> in, in his roles. Nice. All right, so we're gonna go to one of the famous episodes, "Nightmare at Twenty Thousand Feet," season five, episode three, starring the William Shatner.
1: Now I've never seen this, but. Yeah. I've seen so many pop culture references. I know the Simpsons exactly. Simpsons the was one of the good
0: ones. They stole a lot from yeah. the Twilight Zone and their horror. Ha- early haunt. Treehouse uh, tree- horror. Exactly.
1: Nope. Yeah, because the, the, that one was like, what, the school bus? Bart?
0: Yeah. There's a bunch of them. There's yeah. the evil clowns. There's Bart who can has the powers to control people, yeah. m- keep everyone happy, and so on.
1: And I know there was another one, too, where they spoofed
0: this, and I can't remember what it was. There's tons, everything. Yeah. There's, every, yeah, you, you'll see this uh, episode everywhere. Directed by Richard Donner. Richard Donner directed such films as Superman, Goonies, oh. Maverick, Lethal Weapon. Oh. He's so a he's... famous director. This is where he probably got to start from. I, oh, I was going to
1: say, it's because early
0: TV in the, he mm-hmm. was one of his early ones. Yeah. All right. So, we're on an airplane. We get told that uh, William Shatner, Mr. Wilson, <laughs> just got out of a sanitarium for six months he had a nervous breakdown on another plane but he's coming home now and he's with his wife on a plane take the bus
1: take a bus or a train because this is back when trains were more popular yep yeah take a train just
0: take a train take a couple days or whatever it's worth not having a panic panic attack over it
1: and how far are you going to a sanitarium yeah how do you get there there one closer
0: yeah it was kind of weird And i don't think they said in the dialogue how would this be a good test for me I don't remember him saying that out loud either.
1: No, I don't either.
0: Sits down. He's nervous. He gets a window seat and he gets next to the emergency exit, which makes him nervous as well.
1: Which you're not supposed to be sitting next to if you don't feel confident enough
0: to be in the window seat. He's 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 Captain Kirk. He's always confident. uh, Not necessarily. (laughs) Well, so things happen. They take off. He's a little bit nervous. The wife, everyone falls asleep on the plane.
1: Well, he's also smoking, which was kind of a shocker to me that they were smoking. Well, I knew that. No, it's not a shocker. Everyone (laughs)
0: smoked back then. It wasn't until the (laughs) the end in the 90s when people stopped smoking. On the planes, yeah. Yes.
1: I just thought it was funny. I'm like, huh, you can definitely tell this takes place
0: before they stopped allowing smoking (laughs) on planes. (laughs) The 60s, 70s, 80s were rife with smoking on planes. I remember it when I was a kid and all the ashtrays. And then around the 90s, they had sealed them all shut. Yep, that's right. Because I used to just sit there and play with them. I used to put my
1: gum wrappers in it.
0: That's a lot of people put their gum and gum wrappers in there. And now they have USB ports. <sighs> <Anyway>. oh, things. <laughs> all things alright but it turns it uh, starts flying it's a thunderstorm wife I think took a sleeping pill Yeah, and he's waiting to take his not just yet for whatever reason which is strange I don't
1: think he was gonna take one originally yeah.
0: I think he just wanted to see if he's man enough to handle well it's William Shatner He's yeah he's man <laughs> enough mm, yeah. young William Shatner um, yeah but then he thinks he sees something on the end of the plane while it's raining and lightning tells his wife Oh, I don't see anything. Oh, you're just dreaming. So weird. Okay, it goes back. Of course. Now I see a guy on the plane and then yells out loud, and everyone goes, Look, no one could see anything. He's not there. He keeps hiding. This man on the plane keeps hiding
1: on the wing. I love how they get this creature or man to hide.
0: Oh, the because it kind of jumps out of the way. I love he how goes, he's oh. on a wire and he's, he's like, wire, "I'm yes. jumping backwards! I'm jumping backwards off the plane, or <laughs> I'm going to go up over the cabin. Uh, cabin." <laughs> I laughed a few times when I see that. It I'm was like, it was kind of silly. The outfit for this gremlin, which we find out later on, is what is oh, is ridiculous. But it is amazingly it's, ridiculous. It's a guy in a furry costume.
1: It almost reminded me of, like, one of those things they wear with, like, in uh, the military wearers when they're trying to be in camo with, like, the oh, fur. All,
0: yes, all the fur yeah. and then stuff all around them. Yeah. yeah. Maybe it was that kind of a suit. Yeah. Even times, I I think I could see the zipper on the back. And he's got a dumb, <laughs> greasy eye, like ape-like weird face. The the mask was... Yeah. The mask was was bad. He stares at William Shatner. Classic. And he's getting more hysterical and he tries telling the flight engineer that there's someone out there and he starts messing with the wires over by the engine. No one can see it.
1: Not William Shatner, the gremlin. the gremlin is doing (laughs) it.
0: Not William Shatner. Yeah, he's not doing it. He realizes, all right, no one's paying attention to me. Everyone keeps on falling asleep, which is weird. Oh, and they gave him they gave him sedatives yes also and but he had not swallowed it cuz he's determined to 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 get this thing
1: yes and then he asked too, didn't he if it's a storm I was expecting something else to be hmm? he asked the stewardess or flight engineer or whatever but if it was we're going through a storm and i don't know i thought that was going to be something coming into play later on but apparently no
0: not. they were just constantly in a storm
1: yeah no it's yeah. just it was kind of a weird dialogue kind of thing
0: yeah and he goes over, sees a police officer asleep, very sneakily takes his gun. Like, come on, the guy would have woken up. Another with thing your hip.
1: where you knew it took not place nowadays. There is loud guns on the plane. Yeah, well, as well as able to try to get up to the cockpit.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, they're flight marshals, but they're not. They're undercover. They're not necessarily just not every single plane, but anyway, whatever. He was there. There's a the gun. He gets it, and then he asks, "Hey, hey, wife, wake up." Get me some water. I need water right now. so pleasant about it. (laughs) She goes and he pulls the, the emergency hatch, depressurizes the whole cabin, and he's flailing outside of the plane. And shoots the gun. Oh, it's awesome. Yeah, finally levels the gun and kills and shoots. Rains hitting his face. Yep, hits the gremlin, killing it, and it falls out the plane. And it cuts to, yeah, he's on a gurney being pulled out, and he's like, "Yeah, I did it. I saved everyone.
1: Awesome." And then the was it the pilot that I was talking about this is the weirdest way of someone wanting trying
0: to commit suicide. Yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. And then he goes off into an ambulance. Then the camera goes over by the plane engine, and there was damage all over the engine. Where so he, the
1: gremlin, where the gremlin was. was,
0: that William Shatner saved everyone. What? Womp womp womp. I know I went through it one pretty quick, but everyone knows the story. Exactly. <laughs>
1: Everyone knows a story, and it's a good one to see to actually see the source material that a lot of people yeah. use for pop culture references in TV shows today.
0: Oh, agreed. I thought it was really, really silly and not that good.
1: Um, I liked it for the silliness factor. Yeah, and like most, mainly the uh, gremlin on a wire flying backwards.
0: <laughs> yes, it was that a, was a comedy. I musical. was surprisingly <laughs> silly to see that. Yeah,
1: <laughs> that's the only reason why I liked it. It was probably more the the comedy that that was involved
0: definitely yep but it's
1: supposed to be dramatic
0: yeah it's supposed to be dramatic and uh bill shatner as he does overacting and had silly faces and he's all sweaty and nervous and trying to convince people that he's telling the truth or maybe he is crazy goes back and forth but then he does he's solid it is real it is happening yeah Yeah, when he was this before after star trek this is before Oh okay. This is right, this is right before. This is
1: probably what got him the role for. Starting.
0: Uh maybe it did. <laughs> um, I had watched a couple other ones uh and there was one with George Takei in it. A really young oh. George Takei and that one was pretty cool. Neat. Okay. He's a much better actor. Man, yeah. he, was, he was really good in that episode. It's George Takei. It was called like uh The Duel or something. No, I can't remember what it was called. Okay. Yeah, you can look it up. Well, I want to talk a little bit about how awesome Rod Sterling is and his intros to almost all the uh episodes. His oh. intros and outros the best. Because, yeah, the camera will, he might do a voiceover talking spookily about what's happening. Yes. Then the camera will zoom over. He's in the scene. Exactly. Standing there in his awesome suit smoking a cigarette. I like how
1: they always find a creative way of putting him
0: into the scene. I like that a lot, yeah. Smoking a cigarette. hmm smoking a cigarette. And like, I don't care. And then he always says, like, some, uh, yeah. And then the road always leads down to the Twilight Zone. Or he'll say yeah. it a different way, but always end on... The Twilight Zone.
1: They should have an episode where he is inserting himself into all the shows.
0: He was inserted into one of the one of the actual shows at the very. I think the last episode of season one. It's this author that can, a famous author that can create any character he wants by talking by writing it out or whatever talking into it, and so he's created his wife, he's created his mistress, and but then he. He uh, takes the, the recording of who he described and throws in a fire. And then the audio recording kills, disappears, and then kills the person. they just disappear out of existence. Oh. And so the, the series is ending, or the episode is ending, and Rod Sterling is talking, saying, this man is like, Rod, we talked about this, says the character. And he goes over and grabs a Rod Sterling tape. So he was actually a fig to it. Of oh! His, uh, or this author created Rod Sterling, and they throw it into the fire, and Rod Sterling disappears. and He says, "Oh, oh well." Interesting. I, hope it, to watch it wasn't that good one. of an episode. It was kind of fun. I
1: just like the idea of having the narrator insert into the story. Yes,
0: I like. I like it a lot. And he was a charismatic kind of guy, ahead of his time kind of guy, because he pushed for equality too. Really? Yeah. He all throughout. He was an angry, a uh, hollow, ugh, angry man because. He was angry of all the injustice he saw everywhere. Interesting. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. what else has he done? This. Oh, I okay. honestly don't know. I didn't look it up. I uh, all I know is he did this. Okay. I think he died early too. Okay. Probably from all that cigarette smoking. Yeah. I honestly don't know. If I'm such a big fan of this guy, why don't I know? <laughs> uh, yeah. I okay. Does the Twilight Zone hold up?
1: Um, I think more from a nostalgia factor. Mm-hmm because uh, it it there's shows out now that are more geared towards our time period like mm-hmm. Black Mirror like we talked about yes. earlier um, this is definitely I, I think if I first saw it in like if I was around in the 60s watching it I'd probably be more amazed
0: and blown away yeah amazed yeah.
1: and blown away but, but now, nowadays mm-hmm. it's not really holding up but it's still good it's just yeah. not holding up to today's shock value
0: yep and I wonder that too about my excitement for the show is it mostly nostalgia and I think you pointed out it it probably is, but I think the stories are still there if they're yeah. tweaked and just redone again, I think some of them, not all of them, <laughs> yeah. would hold up or be better
1: well, you could probably take some of the bad ones and tweak it, and still it'd be still good, sure, but yeah, it's it the it's it's still good, it's just you can't yeah. expect to be shocked when yeah. you're watching it,
0: yeah, pick and choose uh, go around and if you're if you're interested in it, I would go around and. No, watch the ones I told you to watch. Yeah,
1: Well, yeah, <laughs> you kind of stumble into a couple. Like, I watched a different one, too, and it was mm-hmm. like, this is going to be good. And I'm like, oh, yeah, this one's
0: not This one's good. not as good. As... Oh, I remember hearing this one's famous. Oh, oh, it's actually, oh, where's the ending? Or, oh, that's it? Oh, okay, whatever. The fun part
1: of some of the bad ones, though, is that you can watch the bad practical effects is pretty good. Like, the one yeah. I saw was, like, Hey, there's the wire for the UFO. Yeah,
0: there it goes up mm. and a little
1: little figurine. It's mm-hmm. like walking around and clear this one's behind there
0: with a stick. That's <laughs> so awesome. <laughs> well, that was the Twilight Zone from 1959 to 1964. We are on iTunes, and if you could rate and review us, that would be greatly appreciated. You could like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Rewinders or email us at the Rewinders Podcast at gmail.com and yell at me for not knowing what Rod Sterling did besides The Twilight Zone.
1: You know what I'm going to do after this is look it up.
0: you can going to look it up? <laughs> we'll let's do up that. Let's, let's look it up. Let's see what okay. he did. It's going to take a little bit, but yeah. Uh, it says here, burlesque dancer? That can't be right. <laughs> hey, thanks for listening. Hey, Ben, say goodbye. Bye. Thank you.